everyone. Welcome to today's edition of Daily in the Word, where we will be reading from Genesis chapter 21. And this is the story of the birth of Isaac, and then Hagar and Ishmael are sent away as well in this chapter. And we'll see how those two tie together, actually, in a New Testament way as well. With that in mind, let's go ahead and read from Genesis chapter 21. Now the Lord was gracious to Sarah, as he had said, and the Lord did for Sarah what he had promised. Sarah became pregnant and bore a son to Abraham in his old age, at the very time God had promised. Abraham gave the name Isaac to the son Sarah bore him. When his son Isaac was eight days old, Abraham circumcised him as God commanded him. Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born to him. Sarah said, God has brought me laughter, and everyone who hears about this will laugh with me. And she added, Who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? Yet I have borne him a son in his old age. The child grew and was weaned, And on the day Isaac was weaned, Abraham held a great feast. But Sarah saw that the son whom Hagar the Egyptian had borne to Abraham was mocking. And she said to Abraham, Get rid of that slave woman and her son, for that woman's son will never share in the inheritance with my son Isaac. The matter distressed Abraham greatly because it concerned his son. But God said to him, Do not be so distressed about the boy and your slave woman. Listen to whatever Sarah tells you, because it is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned. I will make the son of the slave into a nation also, because he is your offspring. Early the next morning, Abraham took some food and a skin of water and gave them to Hagar. He set them on her shoulders and then sent her off with the boy. She went on her way and wandered in the desert of Beersheba. When the water in the skin was gone, she put the boy under one of the bushes. She then went off and sat down about a bowshot away, for she thought, I cannot watch the boy die. And as she sat there, she began to sob. God heard the boy crying, and the angel of God called to Hagar from heaven and said to her, What is the matter, Hagar? Do not be afraid. God has heard the boy crying as he lies there. Lift the boy up and take him by the hand, for I will make him into a great nation. Then God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water. So she went and filled the skin with water and gave the boy a drink. God was with the boy as he grew up. He lived in the desert and became an archer. While he was living in the desert of Paran, his mother got a wife for him from Egypt. At that time, Abimelech and Phicol, the commander of his forces, said to Abraham, God is with you in everything you do. Now swear to me here before God that you will not deal falsely with me or my children or my descendants. Show to me in the country where you now reside as a foreigner the same kindness I have shown you. Abraham said, I swear it. Then Abraham complained to Abimelech about a well of water that Abimelech's servants had seized. But Abimelech said, I don't know who has done this. You did not tell me, and I heard about it only today. 
So Abraham brought sheep and cattle and gave them to Abimelech, and the two men made a treaty. Abraham set apart seven ewe lambs from the flock, and Abimelech asked Abraham, What is the meaning of these seven ewe lambs you have set apart by themselves? He replied, Accept these seven lambs from my hand as a witness that I dug this well. So that place was called Beersheba, because the two men swore an oath there. After the treaty had been made at Beersheba, Abimelech and Phicol, the commander of his forces, returned to the land of the Philistines. Abraham planted a tamarisk tree in Beersheba, and there he called on the name of the Lord, the Eternal God. And Abraham stayed in the land of the Philistines for a long time. So finally, the fulfillment of God's promise to Abraham has come to pass. The promised child is born, and Abraham and Sarah have a son. And his name is Isaac. His name means laughter. What began as a laugh of disbelief is now a laugh of joy for Abraham and for Sarah. Everyone who hears about this will laugh with me, Sarah said in verse 6. So she became pregnant. She bore a son at the very time God had promised. God is always faithful. What he says he will do, he does. And he did this for Abraham and Sarah. Here is Sarah, now 90 years old, and being able to nurse children. What an amazing God we serve. Nothing is too hard for him. Isaac grew and was weaned, probably in his second or third year, and there was a great feast. And then Sarah saw that the son that Hagar had birthed, Ishmael, who at this point is about 16 years old, was mocking Isaac. And because Sarah saw that, she went to Abraham and said, get rid of that slave woman and her son, for her son will never share in the inheritance with my son. And she was correct in that. God had already said that. But still, Abraham was distressed. And so God said to him, listen to whatever Sarah tells you, because it is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned or accounted for. And I will make the son of the slave into a nation. This is also Abraham's son. Not the son of promise, but the son of flesh, the son of their own devising, their own scheming to try to fulfill God's promise through their own plan. But because he is the son of Abraham, God said, I will make you into a great nation. Speaking of Ishmael, this would become the Arab nation's And we are still seeing in the news today of the conflict between the Arabs and the Israelites. That began all the way back here with Abraham. So Abraham prepares food and water for Hagar, and they set off. And while they're wandering in the desert, and they run out of water and run out of food, She stashes the boy under a bush, and she goes, and she is crying. And an angel of the Lord hears Hagar crying, hears the boy crying, and intercedes to protect her, to provide for her. The boy is saved, 
as he grows, his mother goes and gets him a wife, and he becomes the father of another nation. Again, the Arab nation. Now, Paul writes about this particular relationship, this dynamic between Isaac and Ishmael in the book of Galatians. And he talks about how Ishmael was born by the flesh through the slave woman, but Isaac was born by the promise. He was the promised heir. He was the promised seed. One represents bondage, the other freedom, freedom through the promise. And through that promised seed, through Isaac, would come the Christ, Jesus, the promised seed that goes back to Genesis chapter 3, the seed of a woman, the virgin Mary. And when Jesus came, the promised seed, he did away with the flesh. Remember, Ishmael represents the flesh. Isaac represents the spirit in Paul's reckoning. Those who are saved through Christ become adopted into Abraham's family through Christ. Just as Ishmael and Isaac were in conflict, Ishmael mocked Isaac, so the flesh and the spirit do not harmonize, do not go together. The flesh struggles against the spirit, mocks the spirit. And so in Galatians 5, we are told as believers to get rid of the slave woman and her son, to get rid of the flesh, to not live by the flesh, but to instead live by the Spirit of God. And then now at the end of the chapter, there is a treaty that is struck between Abimelech and Abraham. Abraham resides in the area of the Philistines. Moses and the people that Moses was writing directly for the people coming up out of Egypt and in the wilderness wanderings would have been familiar with the Philistines. At that time, there was not a warring between Abraham and the Philistines, and so he was able to live in that land. There was a dispute concerning a well. The two men worked it out. God provided for Abraham in all of this, in all of his dealings with these other small kingdoms, and God continued to provide for Abraham throughout all of these dealings. That brings us to the conclusion of Genesis chapter 21, so let's go ahead and pray. Lord, thank you so much again for your word, and how your word continues to demonstrate over and over again how you are faithful to your promise. You are faithful to your covenant. You had promised to Abraham a son. From that son would come a mighty nation, too numerous to count. And this is the beginning. The birth of Isaac now brings to fulfillment the first part of this, that you would provide Abraham and Sarah a son, and you fulfilled your promise just like you always do, just as you do with us as well. You are always faithful. Even when we face difficult times, even when there doesn't seem to be answers to our prayers, you are still faithful 
and you still provide if we would just look to you and continue to trust you even through the difficult times. So, Lord, thank you for seeing the difference between Ishmael and Isaac, between the flesh and the spirit, the flesh representing our way of handling things, doing it on our own, doing it in a way that seems wise to us at the time. But then Isaac represents doing things by the spirit, simply by trusting you and continuing to trust you over and over again. May we be faithful in trusting you throughout our lives. May we trust you today, this day. Lord, thank you so much for your provision and how you take care of us and how you always, always, always come through because you are the faithful God. And we thank you for the gift of salvation through your promised seed, Jesus Christ. Now, Lord, we love you and we praise you and we ask these things today in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you for listening today here on Daily in the Word. We're glad that you're joining us on this daily journey through the book of Genesis. Now we are through 21 chapters, and we look forward to what God is going to do through the rest of our study together through the book of Genesis, this foundational piece of literature inspired by God that is so important for us that helps us to understand the rest of the scriptures, the New Testament, all of it. Thank you, Lord, for your word. It is powerful and it is sharper than any two-edged sword, and it teaches us over and over again just how faithful you are, how trustworthy you are. Well, I hope to see you again next time here on Daily in the Word, and until then, I hope that you have a great day. We'll see you then.